Hi everyone, welcome to episode 197 of the Digital Tourism Show. And in this video, we have the pleasure of speaking with Oscar Bruning of Peak Pro. We will be discussing the future of booking systems, particularly in the wake of acquisitions by TripAdvisor and Booking.com, how you can choose the best platform that is right for your business, and we'll also be discussing Peak's direct integration with Google search results, allowing users to book directly within Google. It should be an interesting chat. Hi everyone, welcome to another digital tourism show and um, we have the pleasure of speaking with Oscar from Peak. How are we doing, Oscar? Good. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm very good, thanks. Uh, seems uh, a long time ago since I saw you again, but we, we obviously uh, finally met face-to-face in uh, Arrival. Um, I thought, uh, I don't know about you, but I thought Arrival was such a great event. It was really good. Um, it was one of the best events I have been to in a long time. Yes, Absolutely. Um, so, uh, so some of our viewers and some of our listeners may not know who Peak are. So, do you want to give people a little uh, sort of general information on what you what you guys do and who you are? Yeah, I'll give a. I'll start off with myself real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, five second rundown. Uh, so, I'm originally from Germany. Um, well, actually, yeah, I'm originally from Germany, um, and then came to US. Went to always kind of had a, a leg in computer science. Interested in computers. Started coding when I was fourteen. Went to MIT, did an undergrad and master's there, came out to San Francisco and Silicon Valley because that's that's where you go when you're in technology. Uh, was at a number of companies, large and small companies, enterprise security companies, so big, big complicated software. And But always had sort of a, a passion for this industry. My dad was a sailing instructor. Um, and so um, through, you know, through common friends, met my co-founder um, and we decided to start this company. And so... I'm the CTO. I'm the co-founder. Ruzwana is the CEO. Um, we're a great sort of match. Um, I run all of the product, everything that's product related at Peak. And so Peak is a uh, has two components to it. Uh, the one that most operators are more familiar with is, is Peak Pro, which is a booking system. And, and it, booking system is not, I don't even think it gives it the, the term really um, justice. Sure. Um, we basically help, we're the backbone of every tour operator's uh, uh, business. So you have your online widget, you have your website, you can take online bookings through our widgets on your website and we'll help you with that. But we also have mobile apps that help you run your business, cash drawer integrations for your front desk staff, digital waivers, uh, mobile apps for you and actually also for your customers. There's a lot of different pieces and we help you really with every aspect um, of working with your customers, tracking that information making sure they get the emails, um, all of those kind of things, your accounting reports, all those maybe not so sure. fun things, but really <laughs> like the backbone of a uh, two operators business. Wow. How, how long have you guys been running for? We've been around for six and a bit years now. Um, so it's, we, it's, it's been a great ride. It's actually, uh, it's been really exciting. Um, the, you know, when we came into this industry, we uh, we saw the opportunity just because like as a, more from a consumer perspective as well, it's like you go on a trip and you're like, how do you even find where you can go? How do you even find like like these activities? Because there's so many people offering these really interesting things. And the only, time, only way to find out about it is through your friends or your family or, or uh, you know, Facebook, trip, you know, uh, TripAdvisor, like Lonely Planet guidebooks. There are all these different sources that you kind of 
resource and 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 figure out and then build yourself an itinerary and we came in we were like hey this this is this is terrible this can be done better and um it's been really exciting because it's really a uh the industry is really is waking up to it we came in at a good time where sort of people started to wake up but we had enough time to really kind of get to know the industry and really build a great product mm-hmm. also for to operators because now if you go like you know last uh Last month, there was a arrival, yeah. uh, which was a big tour industry um, conference. It's the second, and it's only the second conference in this space and, and the second arrival. And so now all of a sudden there's this excitement and we're coming in with like, yeah, we actually know this space. We have product built for it. You know, we want to help this industry move forward. So it's really exciting time. Yeah, yeah. And that's... That sort of leads uh, pretty much right into my, my first sort of main question in terms of, you know, as you know yourself, just about every month you hear about uh, another booking platform being acquired by an OTA <laughs> or whatever it would be or, or something happening in, in the industry like that. So how do you see the future, uh, the future of systems like yourself uh, uh, and because of what's happening in the industry and the future of Peak Pro, of course, which, which may be affected by yeah. it? Yeah. Um... So it's really interesting, and it's not just the recent acquisition, but those who remember Zerf, which was a system like a few oh, yeah. years back. Um, there is, uh, I think that sort of what naturally happens as industries mature. There is the bigger players who are sort of tangential. Maybe they have, you know, like uh, Expedia, for example. Um, they were focused on hotels and flights, and they're like, oh, tours and activities. You know, we had sort of been working on that for a while. They want to start investing in it, right? Because there's money to be made and the industry is growing up. Uh, more and more operators, part of what we do is we bring tour operators online, right? You have people who until now have always been on pen and paper or spreadsheets. Yeah. Now they have real-time inventory that companies like Expedia can actually access. And so that makes it possible for uh, Expedia and companies like Expedia, TripAdvisor, Booking, all these OTAs, uh, to actually invest into this market. And it's really exciting that that's happening. I think the interesting from my part, from my perspective is, um, and, and so part of their investment is also to acquire booking systems and actually, or like acquire companies that are somewhat successful in this space already that gives yeah. them just so that they don't have to build it, right? They're, they're not just acquiring the product, but they're acquiring yeah. uh, the customers on that platform and they're acquiring the team that has experience in the industry. Um, but I think also with this proliferation, there's also a lot more companies out there now building booking systems. There's a lot more tour operators who are like, Hey, I'm a zipline provider. I'm building my own system. You're my buddy. You're a zipline provider. Why don't I, you know, why don't you use the same system? Sure. And so I think what's happening is, um, there's, I think everybody kind of wants to go into the space. Everybody wants to come after the operators and kind of help them and, 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 you know, have them on their platform. What I love about the situation right now is that even though I have concerns about these big guys owning the platform, I'm not a big fan of that. I think it's smart on their end. It's really, you know, booking is sort of the big example just because they acquired Fair Harbor, which is, you know, one of the biggest companies in this space. And they acquired all those customers, right? And they acquired not just those customers, but a lot of these operators have websites on Fair Harbor and now those are booking websites, right? Booking can put a retargeting pixel on that website and 
retarget that person with a booking email, even though that person coming to that website might have come through uh, an ad that the operator actually put out, right? There's these kind of things bother me. Yeah. Um, having said that, if you're booking, that's probably one of the smartest things you could have done is buy <laughs> well, something yeah. like Fair Harbor. Um, but what I love about it is um, is that the operators have choice, right? They're not locked. It's not like there's three systems out there and you either pick the booking system mm -hmm. or you pick the TripAdvisor system or like Peak is the largest independent uh, booking system out there, but there's a lot of other ones out there as well. So the operator actually has a choice in the matter. And because of and, and because there's not sort of the everybody's on one system, even like the bookings and the trip advisors and the Expedias, they want to have access to that inventory. So they have to play nice. Yeah. Right. So I think it's something there. It's a little dangerous right now because of these these big guys trying to bully their way into the industry. Having said that, I think there's a lot, like technology has gotten so easy to build new products and that you can see that in the number of booking systems out there that I think it's going to be hard for them to say, we have the only booking system yeah. and actually push that as a, um, uh, push that through. Also because a lot of, like we see that, like, uh, and, and Douglas at the arrival mentioned that, um, OTAs drive on average only 4% off the traffic to a tour operator. Right, even though the OTA wants to control the booking system, sure. the operator, the OTA is just one component of how they get bookings. Right, they get ninety six percent of their bookings come from concierges or their website and all these other places, and so I think that's also puts the operator more into a, a driver's seat of saying like, no, I actually need a booking system that works for me end to end, and no, I'm not going to take this, you know, booking or whatever system yeah. um, just because I want to be on TripAdvisor. No, I completely agree. Um, no, when I actually wrote a, part of the reason why I think a lot of these, and I wrote an article on this now recently, but part of the reason why I think a lot of these like, TripAdvisor experiences and, and all these other companies are buying booking platforms, and it's a subject we'll come to later on, but it's, it's based on how, what Google are doing in the space as well, and I think it's maybe got them a little bit frightened in terms of what can happen with that, but yeah. it's, it's something we can, we can come on to. But in terms of what the OTAs are doing at the moment, OTA... Uh, I think people must think I must hate OTAs because I always seem to uh, <laughs> complain about them. But I actually think OTAs are are, are necessary step in terms of you know, yeah. growing a business and, or people wanting to get on the ladder quickly to then get their tours out uh, out there and stuff like that for people to make bookings. I understand that, but why? Uh, and and the the technology that they're creating is is very much in in terms of customer focused, which isn't a bad thing. No, and I completely agree with yeah. that side of things. But what it seems to be uh, from from where I'm sitting. Where it seems to be is, is it's at the detriment of the actual suppliers themselves. So the suppliers yes. are getting squeezed and squeezed and squeezed, and that's 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 the side of it I don't I don't like. Um, no, I've seen far too many businesses you no know, rely heavily on TripAdvisor for for ninety percent of their bookings. You no, know, some businesses you no know, are, are completely reliant on these these guys. And when TripAdvisor make one change, for example, they they lose forty five percent of their sales yeah. because of it. So there's 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 pros and cons uh, for each thing. So but. Um, and, and, and that sort of sorry, on you go. No, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that was that sort of um, leads on to the sort of second question I was going to I was going to put to you in terms of obviously we were both at arrival. We uh, both um, heard Dermot Hap Halpin's uh, talk uh, uh, on stage in terms of the, that he uh, let slip that people who uh, will use Bolcon uh, system will uh, 
have higher rankings on TripAdvisor. No, personally, yeah. I think that's a that's a bad thing. But um, how do you think that will affect other systems? No, like yourselves as well. Um, no, using something like TripAdvisor, and for and, and do you think it's bad for the industry if he was to do that? So, I, I want to, yeah, I'll answer that. Like the one thing I was going to throw in uh, earlier, I think there's a lot of sort of people are very upset with TripAdvisor specifically because of that incident. But I think in general, there's also recently they you know they added a feature where you can link like basically if you don't if you're not on Viator they'll link to a competitor on the on the TripAdvisor page. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, right, those kind of things. People are very upset about it. I think there's a lot of like to your point. I think people are scared. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and it's, and I have obviously like, I'll, I'll, you know, you'll hear me be negative on some of these things. I just want to kind of preface a little bit. Overall, I'm incredibly excited and positive about it because I think these are good problems. It's basically, these are growing pains of the industry. You have all these big guys, everybody's trying to figure out what does this mean? How do we get more customers? We live in, in, in a, in a, in a time where you have millennials are starting to really make money and they want to spend it on experiences. And so that also means, how, you know, operators have to change how they offer their experiences, all of that. I think there's a lot of really good things that's going to come. I think these negative points have to be addressed. They have to be taken care of. You have to keep these OTAs in check. Um, but overall, just kind of before getting into sort of my concerns around TripAdvisor, I just want to put that out there because I think it is actually really important to realize overall, this is awesome. This is a... Mm-hmm. This is a great process that there's finally movement in this industry. Yeah, um, I suppose I suppose they're, they're, take, they're helping take things forward, and as you see, it as growing pains. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, some people are going to be annoyed. Some people are going to be happy. Uh, you know, it's eventually, hopefully, after the dust settles, there'll be the, a, a really good system that everyone can get into, and you know, and, and it improves the industry as a as a whole. So we can only just hope that that's what's going to happen. Um. Yeah, to come back to your question around the TripAdvisor announcement. So I think the two things that really stood out for me, there's there's two things that I think the first one is the things he said, which is basically, hey, if you're unbroken, um, then you know you are um uh you get preferential treatment on yeah. TripAdvisor. Yeah. And I think that, you know that was very upsetting. Uh, also, it's a little odd because like Boken has less than hundred operators in all of the US that we're aware of at most. <laughs> Um, so then it's not like it's a successful platform, yeah. but what, what, what sort of struck me about it was this is the first time I feel like in TripAdvisor's history, at least for this industry, where they came out and said, we don't care about the end consumer. Until now, it was always the end consumer, show them the best pages, serve the consumer with the yeah. best reviews, the best page, like all of that. And for the first time, it was a, we're in it to make money. Yeah. Right. We're in it that like, we have business priorities and it is not just about the end consumer. Mm-hmm. The second thing that was interesting was, was what wasn't said was like in my mind is you could have owned that conversation by saying, and yeah, you know, we're going to start driving all these, you know, if you're on Boken, you're going to get preferential treatment. And it's because we're going to throw 100 engineers at Boken. And Boken in the next two years is going to build, be the best booking system for tour operators, hands down. We are all in in that. We believe in that. And that would have been a very different message, mm-hmm. but yeah. they didn't say that, right? Mm-hmm. And which basically tells you they don't care about Boken either, right? They don't care about Boken being a great solution for tour operators. They just want the tour operators locked into the system so that they 
have as much data and as much control of the tour operators. And so I think they just, I mean, it sounded like a screw up, to be honest. Like, I think oh, I, I both of those sides are, are like, we don't care about the consumer and we don't care about the tour operators. We All we care about is TripAdvisor. Yeah, um, yeah so that, that very... was a message I got. No, it was again. That's why I was saying. No, that it seems to be the detriment of the suppliers, and eventually will be yeah. the detriment of the of the end consumer as well. And that is one of the reasons why, and obviously, they're, they're trying to make Oaken as attractive as possible by pretty much giving it away for free. Which, which yeah. it was, it was actually quite interesting in itself because it pretty much devalued Boken as a system. <laughs> so it's just yeah. right. It's just yeah, it's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. It, I went from a, I went a... from a, a fairly not popular system, but a, a fairly decent system, and then with with some value to it, to to basically be not worth nothing. It's crazy. And there's there's a saying that, uh, and this applies to like Facebook and some of these other things too. But you know, because they give Boken away for free, this is sort of like should ring nothing in life is free right there's yeah. a saying like uh if the product is free you're the product mm-hmm. right they give you boken for free because they don't care about boken they care about you right they yeah. want you on their system they want you lo- as an operator be locked into it yeah yeah no definitely definitely so my my, my third question uh would be is, is obviously online bookings uh, is a huge part of helping businesses generate revenue these days, uh, and it, but it can sometimes be a be a daunting task for a business owner, and a, especially yeah. a small tour operator, to select a system that they feel is going to suit their needs. So, what advice could you give to those who are maybe unsure of who to select? You know, what's the sort of things they should be looking out for to, to help them select a system like yours or whatever, whoever would be more beneficial to them? Yeah. So. And, and uh, I'm not going to take full credit for this advice that came also from um, uh, Christian Watts, who did a session at Arrival around it that I attended, um, answering that question. So he had some really good pointers that I'm going to bake into this as well. Um, but basically, his idea was um, the first step is go out and, and talk to two or three systems and just understand what are the kind of features, what are the kind of things that are out there? What are these booking systems do right like because in the end a lot of it i i look at the booking system as i said like booking i don't like the term booking system we're like a suite of business tools for your uh for your business and so um it's a lot more than just your online booking experience and so i think it's really important just to understand sort of like what can these systems do what they can and cannot do yeah. just get like do a couple demos learn about it and then go back to your team and then work with your team on figuring out what are the things, where are the pain points in our company, right? What are some of the things that we, you know, we, what are we struggling with? If it's like, hey, we're in Florida and we have a boat and it takes us 30 minutes to load that boat and our customers are standing in a line for 30 minutes in the heat trying to get on that boat, that is a terrible customer experience, yeah. right? So um, what can we do to streamline that onboarding experience? Or hey, we don't get enough, our digital waivers take way too long during the check-in process. Or, hey, we actually want to invest on digital marketing. We need a, you know, we need a booking system that can handle, you know, I'm hiring this, this marketing agency. Um, what can I do? You know, like, like I need a booking system that can work with that marketing agency and give them the data that they need. Yeah, yeah. So just kind of figuring out where do you want to be? What are your challenges? And kind of creating a sort of like a core list of like whatever I pick. You know, these are the things that it needs to be able to solve. And even though most of these businesses are very different, in my experience, a lot of those core problems are actually very similar. And that's sort of why I would do the demo up front with 
just a couple of systems just to really they'll give you ideas on the kind of things that you're like oh i didn't even think about this problem being solvable by you know adding a, a booking system mm -hmm. but that's really interesting so yeah. and then the next step is then you're basically ha having your list start interviewing start basically going around looking at different systems set yourself a deadline hey within a month or a month and a half i'm going to um have something um I'm going to have a booking system selected. And so at that point, you go, you interview with the different systems, you go through your feature list, and then also be open to what the sales rep will tell you about uh, what other things the system can do, because a lot of them might have actually bells and whistles that you're not aware of. But, you know, usually, like at least at peak, uh, we work with so many two operators that our sales team, they often know like, hey, you're in water sports. I have three other people that moved to peak on water sports. Here's how they run their business. Here's some of the things that they're doing that we, you know, and kind of like bringing in without specifics, but kind of sort of a uh, best practices ideas that sure. you might not actually be aware of. Um, and, and you'll get that from different sales reps and different systems and all of that. Um, and the other thing, so, so I think that's a good process. Uh, and then the second part, what I would personally, what I always recommend people to look for is, don't just evaluate the booking system as a booking system as it is right now. This industry is changing incredibly fast. You want not just a piece of software, you want a technology partner because you don't want to switch again in a year when all of a sudden Google enters the market with a whole other product. Well, Google is a bad example because they just entered Bing or some Microsoft or whoever comes in with something amazing for this industry. And now you're stuck on a system that can't support it and says like, well, it takes us a few years to add support for these things. And all of a yeah. sudden you start being left behind. So it's really important to evaluate the booking system as are they on top of what's happening in the industry? And that's sort of the, the best indicator for that because it's sort of, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how they will handle it. Yeah. In my experience, it's like when you interview people, when you hire people, uh, the best trick for that is how have they done in the past? Right, like look at their performance uh, year over year, quarter over quarter. How have they been keeping up with the industry changes? How have they been? Have they constantly been evolving? Have they been adding features? Have they brought out new innovations? Have they brought out new integrations? Whatever it is, but what have they historically done? Uh, because that'll give you some indication, of confidence, and that they'll be able to continue doing that once you're on their platform. Yeah, I think that's a, a, a fantastic answer to that question it's uh, no, I, I have i have personally dealt with so many booking platforms over the years with the with the, the, with the own business and you, you can even just by looking at them you can see that some have just stood still and then just having right. haven't grown or grown forward but they still seem to get customers and you're just thinking well well i know you guys are, are very much at, and it's, again that's one of the questions we'll come to are very much at the forefront of things that are happening in the industry and stuff like that so uh, that is one of the things is look what's happened in the past and if that if a booking platform has kept up to date with the latest trends and everything else that yeah. tends to be a, a good indication so yeah can't agree more and and one other one ask for references like ask for obviously it's, you know a sales yes. rep is always going to give you their glowing references but a good question for example if they say like oh we don't have this but we'll build it soon or something. Yeah. It's coming soon. When you have a reference, ask for a reference and then ask the reference, hey, have you have they promised you something and actually delivered on that? Or mm -hmm. was that just an empty promise to get you onto the platform? Yeah. And and, and I know for uh, for some systems, there's, ve there's very many um, 
Facebook groups out there who or, or maybe disgruntled yes. customers or whatever it would be who just create groups to talk about systems as well. I'm on a few of them myself just to sort of see what sort of feedback yeah people are giving and. Even just joining them and asking the questions, no, it's, it's always a good thing. Yeah. No, you, one of the yes. one of the things you you, you mentioned there, um, uh, and that answer was um, it's part of you know how you can track you know bookings and all that type of thing, and that to me that obviously being a marketing agent that's such a huge aspect of it, uh, and I know some systems are not that great at it, and some are better than others. So, how does Peak Pro approach you know uh, tracking bookings from start to finish through the, through the whole booking process? Yeah. So I'll preface that like marketing in my mind is one of sort of my personal things that I'm really excited about, especially in this industry. And we've been very focused on that. And I'll I'll walk through some examples for that. But I think just from a bigger picture, I think like, for example, operators should own their website. They should Mm -hmm. control their website. Like this is where, like to your point earlier, if you're dependent on TripAdvisor and they change the algorithm and all of a sudden you lose X percent of your business, you have no control over that. Yeah. So with marketing, it is something where you're empowered to control your own destiny and Peak wants to help with that. Um, so kind of like some of the, and, and that's also something like we always think about what are the things we can do more of that will continue to help with that? And what are the things that are sort of new that are coming out? And I'll, I'll mention a couple. Um, uh, so for the online booking flow, the easy, so we have, you know, online booking flow, you put it on your website, you can start taking booking right away uh some of the the things that you can do with that is you know the a lot of these very common ones is uh google integration so google analytics and google adwords mm-hmm. so if you're spending money on google ads you can see the roi on all of that um similarly we have you know integration with facebook so you can do facebook tracking and yeah. uh that has sort of two benefits one is you can see the roi on any uh customer going into your booking flow, uh, coming from a Facebook ad, going through and buying. So you can see your ad spend on Facebook, how it translates into real dollar. The second thing you can do with that Facebook pixel is for new customers that found you somehow differently and cut to your website and don't finish the booking flow, you can retarget them with Facebook ads later. Yeah. So it actually gives, helps you build an audience and helps you actually track these people. And we have a very, we have one of the more sophisticated integrations with Facebook pixel. We actually tell Facebook uh, the level of intent. So depending on where you drop off in the booking flow, we pass that information to Facebook. So if you say like, hey, I want to save money, I really only want to target my ads at the people with high intent, the ones that dropped up on the billing screen, on the very last screen, you can do that. Or if you want to target your ads on people who are like, oh, anybody who just looked at it, you can do that too. So we we provide that information. Um, we also allow you to put custom JavaScript on your, this sort of highly technical, but you can put custom JavaScript on your uh, completion page. So basically you can integrate, if there are other systems that you use to track uh, conversions, uh, most of them have some kind of JavaScript pixel, something, you can drop that in with us. Um, We have affiliate widgets. I actually don't know if anybody else does this. Um, Basically, you can set up our widgets and your website that when somebody comes to your website with a specific... Uh, query like parameter in the URL, yep. uh, sort of similar to UTM source, how you yep. track all of that. We pick that up and we convert all the buttons on your website into affiliate buttons, meaning oh. that any booking that goes through now uh, from that customer gets tracked back all the way to the person that drove you that booking. So if you have a blogger and the blogger links to your website with an affiliate 
component in the URL. And then the customer comes on that website, they check out your website, maybe they leave, maybe they come back 10 days later. When they go booking, that booking gets associated with that, uh, with that original blogger. So you know that this blog post or whatever it is drove you that booking. That's incredible. And sometimes if you, yeah. right? And it's not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about it. This is sort of the kind of thing where I get really, I, this is sort of where I feel like this is so commonplace in all these other industries. and this industry is kind of playing catch up. And I love bringing in these ideas from different other, this other industries into the space. It's not rocket science, but it's a really sort of, you know, it's very, uh, yeah, it's, it's very powerful. But it also means like as an operator, I have to now go out and talk, make friends with the bloggers and offer them a commission or something, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's, there's definitely work there, but those are the kinds of things I get excited about. Um, I think you might be. I think, sorry, to, sorry to, okay. to, I was going to say. Yeah. I think you might be the only ones who do that. No, again, I may be wrong, but I remember a few years ago uh, a customer was asking for a similar type of system. Uh, they could do that with the affiliate marketing, and at that time we didn't know about Peak, but you no, know, we didn't. Uh, we couldn't find anyone at that point that would yeah. have that. So that's good to know that you that you do that. So yes, and it's relatively new. We haven't. We launched it in the last six months. We haven't really advertised it yet. We're trying to figure out. Because for us, the biggest challenge is not necessarily always building the feature, but it's also how do you educate the operator on, hey, we have this thing, but now you need to go out and talk to bloggers. You need to figure out who can drive your traffic. And here, like the technology is only one component of that. Mm-hmm. And that's always the, the, the in, in some ways, that's the other part of the challenge that when we build a feature, we don't often immediately announce it because we... We want to work with, we have beta customers that work with us, that give us feedback on like, hey, this works really well, but if you could add this, it'd be that much more powerful. Yeah. So once we have feel like we have a good package, then we, we're like, we announce and we say like, hey, can do these things. Having said that, any peak operators that are listening, if you want this, let us know. We are ready to go um, and we can help you get set up. That's great. And, and, uh, and that, that, that sort of answers the uh, or sort of prefaces the, the the question we had earlier about you know, keeping up to date with the latest trends, latest technologies, and that and that, that sounds like that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I have a couple more. Um, the uh, another big one for us has been uh, Zapier. So Zapier oh, is sort of one of those companies that a lot of people don't know about. It mm-hmm. it's basically an integration hub, yeah. and so. What it allows us to do is we push bookings, you set it up with us, we push booking into Zapier, and then Zapier can send it to all sorts of other systems. Mm-hmm. So MailChimp is a typical one. People want, you know, they want to do uh, marketing campaigns. So through Zapier, you can integrate with MailChimp, you can integrate um, with Constant Contact and a whole lot of these other uh, uh, tools. And Zapier has over a thousand integrations now. Yeah. So it's just like you can have it sent to Slack. So if you want your team to get pumped every time you get a booking over a thousand dollars or whatever, you know, you said you can set it up through Zapier that it just pushes it through into. We've Slack got that for our, for our own business. <laughs> huh? we, we've got that for our own business. We have a, a, a we use HubSpot for our own CRM system, that type of thing, and. And we use we did use Zapier, but we actually use now Automate.io, uh, which is a very similar system to okay. Zapier. Yeah, um, there's a few of them. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we we have a message anytime I I, I mark in the CRM system a new cu- customers came on board, it pretty much sends out a little dancing gift to everyone in Slack and uh, yeah, so yeah, it's, 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 yeah, yeah, it's and, and Slack is great for that. You yeah. know, Slack has built so many integration points, and and so Zapier, the the reason I love Zapier is because it 
taps into that. Actually, I'll highlight another one that uh, one of our operators uh, does. There's a company called Proof, oh. um, and they do these urgency generators. Basically, his point is when you go to his website, it's like an empty restaurant because, and you don't want to go into an empty restaurant, right? You want to see other people eating there. But a website, by definition, is an empty restaurant because you don't know who else is on that website. And so there are, Proof is one of those companies that create these, what are called urgency generators that basically have these little pop-ups that come in and says, so and so many people are looking at this website or, you know, John from Minnesota just bought this activity, right? And so it kind of like re, and this, this is real data, this is not made up. And so by us pushing that data through Zapier into Proof, uh, he can have on his website these pop-ups that actually provide real data for his real customers. And anybody coming to his website feels a lot more confident that like, this is actually a legitimate website, right? And this is a legitimate booking. So, so that's why I love Zapia. It's like there's a lot of these kind of companies out there, and we're not going to necessarily integrate with all of them. Yeah. But a lot of them are integrating with Zapier, and by us integrating with Zapier, you can push that out. Yeah, as as the most popular one. No, that's for sure. Um, no, as you say, yeah. they've got lo- they've got hundreds of different types of connections, and it's even even little simple things like you no, know, when uh, you can have a, if someone fills out a form on on the website or even takes a booking, obviously that can notify as you mentioned Slack, but you can even have that. For people yeah. who still like spreadsheets, they can even fill in a spread a line within a row of a spreadsheet, in a Google right. spreadsheet, so you can actually keep everything uh, in a spreadsheet for for, for those people. Because I know there's a lot of tour operators out there who still love their spreadsheets, but uh, yeah. it even fills in them as well automatically and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's having that sort of automation is so good. So yeah, Zapier is very magical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and we, uh, yeah, we have some very trained people on that. That basically, yeah. if there are you know, if there, there's a lot of things that we can do through Zapier, which has been yeah. great. Yeah, and it, it takes a little bit of the development work away from other businesses like yourself and other companies because yeah. Zapier, Zapier is the one who creates all these things and all you need to do is click in and join them up and off you go. It's, yeah. it's great, so good. Yeah. So my, 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 so on you go, on you go. Sorry, I had a couple more. If I get through. No, no, fly it away, fly it away. This is all great stuff. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to just pluck uh, one more that I'm really excited about. Um is we have, and we announced this at arrival. Um, we're in the beta program right now, but we're building a mobile app for uh, two operators. So it's not an op- app for the operator itself. It's a brandable app for their customers. Excellent. So basically, if I run a boat tour or if I run a you know skiing trip or something like that, I can get my customers to download the app. And as an operator, I can customize and brand the app, and it has all the ticketing information, safety videos, uh, pickup location, contact information, sort of like all, everything you need to know before you go on that trip in an app, and also like streamlining check-in process. But the reason this is exciting for me from a marketing perspective is it's upsell opportunity, mm-hmm. right? It is another touch point with the customer where you can actually say like, hey, by the way, um, you know, like you know, you're going on this tour. There are three VIP seats left. Would you like one? Or afterwards, hey, you like this tour. Here is a link to the gift cards. Why don't you gift this tour to somebody else? Um, you can do push notification, like, hey, it's been a year since you've done our tour. Are you in? We our new season started. Are you interested? Um, this is in beta right now, and in, in, in private beta again, kind of that theme of like we have the app works on iOS and Android. Uh, we have a few key operators that we're working with. Um, there's so much you can possibly put into that app. Um, 
that we want to figure out sort of what are the most common ones, what are the most practical ones. Um, but that app is also already available. Um, so that's something that I personally get excited for because mobile is so much, it's becoming more and more and more important yeah. uh, for two operators. Well, definitely, definitely. And that sort of leads on to my, uh, my last question in terms of how busy you guys seem to be in, in developing things. Um, well, Peak Pro, uh, and again, this is, this is one of the reasons why my first question was about you no know, TripAdvisor buying um, booking platforms, yeah. etc. Now, Peak Pro are actually one of the first systems to be integrated directly with Google. Um, and for, for our viewers and listeners who, who don't know about this, because it's, uh, it's not something consumers know a lot about as of yet, but it is something that's going to become more to the forefront in the, in the years to come. But for, for our viewers, what, what this means is when someone does a, a Google search um, for a particular product or tour or whatever, say, say kayaking in, I don't know, whatever, kayaking in the Rocky Mountains or something like that, um, when someone searches that, you'll be, it'll come up within the side panel of Google and people can actually book directly within Google or within Google Maps. So what this actually means is, well, for, for the OTAs, it's one of the reasons why I feel that they're buying booking platforms because Google are doing this. But it means that the users can then do two things. They can then bypass OTAs and book directly with the supplier themselves. Um, but it also means that people will book without even visiting your website, which, which, which is incredible, I think. So you guys were one of the first ones to be uh, to develop and, and be integrated with Google. So how are you finding that? No, what, do you think this is going to be the, the future, how people will book? Uh, do you think people will go to websites in the future or do you yeah. think it will all be driven through things like Google? I think Google is really, I think Google is really exciting um, for the reasons that you mentioned. Part of the reason we were one of the first was, you know, Google has been kind of thinking about building this for a while. And, and to your point, like basically what the integration is, it's not an integration with a specific Google product like the search or the maps. Mm -hmm. uh, it's with Reserve with Google, which is a, uh, a platform or infrastructure tool that is built within Google that Google then wants to roll out to as many of their assets or as many of their, their products that they have. Yeah, so sure. they basically, it's, it's, it's sort of like an in-between technical component. Mm -hmm. um, we've known these guys for a while, like, you know, you run into people at conferences and all of that. And part of the reason we push very, very hard to be one of the first is one of the, this kind of comes back to the things that bothered me about this industry that I'm excited about now. It's, it's it, the industry is catching up. And one of the things that's not been happening enough yet is sort of standardized APIs APIs and APIs is basically ways for systems to talk to each other. And all of these are very old systems and old uh, connection ways. And Google basically came in and we are looking at Google as like, hey, there's this really great opportunity. Let's work very closely with them to make sure they build a good way that it, like something like let's bring in all our experience, domain expertise of building technology for tour operators and educate Google on building these connections right, because otherwise, in the end, you want to do upsells, you want to do some of these other things that are very sure. specific to this industry. And if Google just copied a like a hotel connection or some other connection, the operator is kind of, you know, they, they, lack, they don't get that information that's necessary. And so that was a part of us really wanting to be part of that, that conversation, just mm -hmm. for the industry in general. Um, I'm personally really excited about it. I think you mentioned you mentioned Google Maps. Mm -hmm. That's the one I'm most excited about. Google yeah. Maps is, in my mind, the killer application. Everybody has it on their phone. 
and everybody uses it on a regular basis. Yeah. And when you have Google Maps right now already, it tells you the point of interest nearby, right? It says like, hey, here's this restaurant. Here is the Eiffel Tower. You have all these different, the attraction, all the other, you know, if now a pin comes up and it's like, hey, this is the, uh, um, this is where we run this tour or something like that. And you can book it from directly there. You don't have to go to the website. You don't have to go anywhere else. It's like right there in downtown, wherever, right? It's actually, you're catching people who are still trying to figure out where they're at. If they just got to Union Square here in San Francisco, they're still exploring Union Square. They're looking at the map to see what's nearby. Um, they're not in the mindset of, hey, let me look for a tour, yeah. right? They're still in the mindset, I just got here. And you're catching them with like, hey, would you like to do this thing? Would you like, do you like Union Square? Would you like to learn more about the food history of Union Tour, the cocktails or the, you know, whatever it is. And I think that's, for me, one of those things, themes for this industry and things where I would like to see this industry go is right now with the OTAs, with a lot of these big companies, they're all focused on SEO, meaning very much on how people when people Google something, they want to make sure that it goes to TripAdvisor or it goes to Expedia, all of that. That feels like a very old school way of looking at it. I think the much bigger opportunity is to catch people before they're thinking about even Googling it, right? Yeah. The, yeah. the moment you Google something, you already you know what you want. Mm -hmm. But if I can get into your Instagram feed on, hey, you're, uh, you know, you're into kayaks or you're into sailing or you're into this, and I start getting you ads about sailing or kayaking, or if I get into on Google Maps in a place where like, hey, I just got here and I can service you with recommendations, that is so much more powerful. Definitely. Because um, you discover things that you otherwise would have never even heard about or never even considered. And you're like, oh, I didn't know there is zip lining in downtown wherever, right? And so I think that that to me is really, really, I think that, that's where I feel like that that's where the bigger opportunity is. I, I I couldn't agree more. And the thing that excites me as well is I know for some booking or for a lot of booking platforms, uh, or just the, it's just the, it's not really the booking platforms. It's more the the industry's sort of issue is is the the time you you have for for booking. Noisily. Usually you can only book up to the an hour before the tour starts or whatever that would be. But if you have something like Google, um, somebody searching in New York Times Square, for example, and then all of a sudden this tour pops up saying, hey, this tour is going to start in five minutes. Do you want to know? We've still spaces left. Someone could pretty much minute by minute book the tour, go on the tour, and it's very much that sort of impulse buy, you know, in the moment, wanting to experience something. Because as you say, not everyone goes to a destination and knows exactly what they're going to, how they're going to plan their day, day in, day out. So, you know, they, they, want, they want to basically do a tour or go to a restaurant at the time it's suitable to them. And if if something just pops up on their phone to say, hey, this is going to be available in 10 minutes or five minutes or half an hour, that make them have a conversation with their partner or whoever they're with and just go, let's do it and let's go out and do it. I think that's an incredible yeah. incredible thing to, 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 to hope, hope that it comes up uh, in the future. So. Yeah. And, and not just for travelers, but even like that sort of with Google Maps, I use it here in the city all the time, right? Yeah. Like I'm like going to this new place that I don't know, right? If I something pops up, I'm going to like remember that for the weekend, right? Like tours and activities, we're thinking so much about the traveler, but you have that same problem when you're at home, you had like home with like the kids and you're like, what am I going to do this weekend? And you're like, end up on your local newspapers, you're asking your friends, you have your list of things that you track yeah. of, hey, we should do this at some point. Right. If you can get into that, that's so much more traffic because, you know, there's 52 weekends in a year. Yeah. Um, but you don't go on vacation quite as much. So those opportunities just seem like there's a lot to do there.
Yeah, and, and uh, having having two kids myself, trying to find things to do is, is a nightmare at times. So anything they can do to help with that would be a, <laughs> would be yeah. a godsend. Well, um, is there anything that's uh, I could speak to to you about this all day? To be honest, I, I love the fact you know, that, that you guys seem to be at the, the sort of forefront in terms of the technology, the things that you're bringing out. Um, you know, the, the two things that you mentioned there uh, with being integrated with Google. Etc. No, and the whole um, affiliate thing that that really excites me as well. And I think you'll you'll be on to a winner with both. So, for our viewers, is there anything you wish to to add? No, that's that's my questions over. So, if you've got anything you wish to add to the end of this, is there anything you want to uh, wish want to say? Yeah, I think the part like as we thought, there's a lot of as we said, there's a lot changing in this industry right now, and it's it's daunting right like in the end you're running a business where my bus just broke down my driver didn't show up you're basically constantly fighting these fires and it's easy to put off these these bigger decisions of do i need to move on to a booking system or hey i have a booking system do i need to hire a marketing agency or anything like that and so um it's um that's that i totally understand that that's daunting having said that it's really important to educate yourself. And so that's why like, I love there's now like podcasts. You mentioned the Facebook groups of other operators. Even just kind of like see if there's a meetup or start a meetup, right? Like I think this industry is really waking up. And one of the most important things for a tour operator, I think, is to educate themselves because yeah. you have more and more business will change. If you're like the and it's not even like the trip advisors of the world, but if you think about if you have a bike rental business. Now there's all these bike like Uber just bought um, Jump Bike, right? Which are these <laughs> these electronic bikes there throughout the city. Anybody can just like rent one with their Uber app, yeah. right? And if I was a rental bike operator, I'd be terrified, right? So you need to rethink what is the value I have. How do I rethink my business? How do I differentiate myself? And these so these things are changing everywhere. Um, like start educating. You don't have to immediately pull the plug and be like, let's go all in, start 2019 with a new system and new agency, all of that. Mm -hmm. But start reading blogs, start listening to podcasts, start talking to other people, start understanding what other operators have tried, what worked for them. Um, I, you know, it's always competition, but honestly, like um, I'll, I'll end on the last one on this. I've talked to a lot of operators and they consider somebody in their town that does the same thing, a competition. They don't want to talk to them. I have a we have a two bus tour operators here in San Francisco that are very similar and they are competitive, but they're doing their own thing. They're both on peak. Um, they run their own marketing. But when one of them has a, you know, like the bus breaks down and they already had a booking, they basically just call the other guy and say, like, hey, uh, I'm sorry, like my bus broke down. Can you take these guys? I'll pay for it. Right. And the customer basically gets booked on a different tour, but at least they get to go on that tour. And so they have that friendly competition and it reflects then. And, and the reason I even found out about it is because I looked at one of these guys, TripAdvisor reviews, and there was this glowing review of a customer that was like, you know, it was going to be like the bus broke down and they were just on top of it. They got us with this other tour uh, operator and it was a great experience at the end. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something, um, I'll leave it with that. I think there's a lot of, there's so much opportunity in this space. Um, I think it, I, you know, this is sort of the optimist in me, but like, I feel like we all benefit from working more closely together, even though like you have the OTAs and some of these people trying to bully, uh, bully operators and bully the businesses into certain like use spoken or whatever it is. 
Um, but I think like there's so much more opportunity if everybody works together. Um, that's like, a, that, yeah, that's a good note to end on. <laughs> well, Oscar, if people want to get in touch, um, your website is peakpro.com, I believe. Yeah, peakpro.com. Um, yeah, that's the easiest way to get yeah. a hold of us. Excellent. I think peak.com slash pro works as well. But yes, uh, either way. Excellent. Great. Well, Oscar, it's been an absolute pleasure. Hopefully the, the viewers and the listeners have found this useful. So um, can't thank you enough. So thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.